So, yeah. Yeah. So, praise God, they were saying Jesus, so I'm all right with that. What about Jerome? I said, he was a blessing, but Lord have mercy. He could take them, uh, those old blues songs and what have you, and mm -hmm. change the words because he wanted the melody, you know. <laughs> and anyway, pray for him. I haven't heard from him for a while. His mother gave him to me when he got clean and sober. He was over there at the VA. So we have the HBRP men coming to Bread Alike. And so he came, and of course, because he loved music, he got involved with the praise and worship uh, team and was a great addition. But uh, he told his mother about the fact that he was in church now and he had accepted the Lord. And so uh, she was quite happy she was in the Church of God. So whenever Jerome would wander off, because he could relapse and you wouldn't know it until he was well into the relapse, uh, she would ask him, uh, tell him, she'd say, you better go see Pastor Frazier. <laughs> she didn't use it though. So she, she was sitting home go see Pastor Fraser. She was a lovely woman. She's gone on to be with the Lord now. But anyway, we're going to go on with our service. And uh, Reverend Robertson is going to bring us the word this morning. So we're looking forward to hearing what he has to say. So I'm turning it over to you, Reverend. All right. Amen. Amen. So um, <clears throat> Super Bowl Sunday. You know, it is so many... Uh, uh, churches in California right now and so many churches in St. Louis that's a little short this morning. That's a little short, but I want to thank y'all all for being faithful because, you know, the game don't start at 3.30, but people, I got their party going on and, 
and everything going on. You know, I was going to put a picture up. It's a picture that's on, uh, uh, used to be widespread. And it was freezing ice and snow. And these folks was at a football game wrapped up in a blanket, but it was full of ice and snow. They was covered with snow and ice. I wish people represent God like that. I wish people would Amen. represent God like that. I mean, these folks was out there cheering for their team, and it's below zero. I mean, in Chicago and Buffalo especially, Buffalo Bills, they fans especially, they out there in freezing cold. Well, they represent God like that. That's the way we need to represent God. No matter the weather, no matter what's going on in life, we need to represent God like they represent the Golden State Warriors, like they represent the Chicago Bulls, like they represent uh, uh, those teams that, that play in the snow. That's the way we need to represent. So I appreciate that the faithful is here today. I appreciate that. I know y'all got some chicken wings and all that stuff getting ready for the game. That That's cool. But maybe not you, Sabrina. You out there in Chicago. Our bears ain't no good. Our bears ain't no good. Our bulls ain't no good. We need to pray for them. And, and Rose, you over there in Milwaukee, right? And the Bucks ain't no good. I don't good. like football. Oh, okay. Well, I don't like basketball. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. Well, amen, sister. So we ain't got to worry about you disappearing on us doing no game. But anyway, let me get started here because, you know, I heard this question and I heard this question and I was like, wow, let me ask everybody this question. Now, I don't want y'all to answer it, but I sure want y'all to think about it. Now, don't answer it, but if you woke up this morning and all you had is what you thank God for last night. What would you have? Let me run that by y'all one more game in case y'all didn't get it. If you woke up this morning, if you woke up this morning and the only thing you had in your whole possession and your whole life is what you thank God for last night, what would you have? I want you to think about that question. Maybe you need to write down all the things that you thank God for. Last. Did you thank him for the roof over your head? Because if you woke up and you only had what you prayed and you thanked him for, that means you wouldn't have no roof. Did you thank him for the food? Did you thank him for the car that you drive? Now, we can't get it all. I know we can't get it all. But did you thank him for anything last night? Because whatever you thank him for, that's what you wake up with in the morning. Did you thank him for your health? Did you thank him for waking you up that morning? I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Whatever you thank God for, he believe, He knows that you thanked him for it. You know, that question, when I thought about it, I'm like, okay, what did I thank him for last night? Well, yes, I did thank him for getting me home on uh, safely from work. And I did thank him uh, uh, for the roof over my head. Oh, boy, I didn't thank him for the food. You know, it makes you think that question. That, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to get off of that. But it makes you think. What did you thank God for? What did you thank God for this morning? So many people think that everything that happened, they did it. You ain't did nothing. God did it. God did it for you. God woke you up this morning. And I say this, and I'm going to say it again. Do you know somebody alarm clock going off right now and they're not able to reach over and turn it off? 
I hate to put it like that, but that's just God honest truth. And people, oh, my alarm woke me up late now. No, God didn't want you to be in that accident that's on the freeway this morning. So it didn't go off exactly the way it planned. So God woke you up a little late this morning. So you missed that accident on the freeway. Man, oh man. See, we don't know. See, I don't know myself personally. See, I don't know what the future holds, but I do know who holds the future. Amen. I know who holds the future. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I know who does know. Yes, Lord, I know who does know. See, as an addict, I, I always wondered and worried about my future. I have always wondered, what, Rich, what you going to do? You're a drug addict. You, what, what type of life? You ain't going to never be nothing. You ain't going to never have nothing. I always wondered about my future. But I wasn't realizing one thing. See, God had a plan. He had a plan for me. And it wasn't to die out there in those streets. And it wasn't to die in nobody's drug house, no crack house. You know, I used to think as a drug addict that death was a tragedy. Death was a tragedy. But I know now, if you serve God in your life, then you have future in your death. Yeah, don't nobody want to know about that. When you die, you got a future if you got God in your life. You feel me? Let me let me let me explain that a little deeper. When we die, we are with him. And we keep being with him after our body is resurrected and the world is made new. However, when someone dies apart from Jesus, they end an eternity carrying the weight of their offenses against the infinite and holy God. And they will be judged accordingly. You know, I ain't trying to scare you because, you know, so many people, you know, that believe in God and don't believe in the devil and they believe in heaven and don't believe in hell. You know, oh, ain't no devil, just God. Hmm, okay. I, I don't know about that. Uh, people are allowed to believe what they want to believe. Boy, we losing some people now, boy. When you talk about heaven and hell. You talk about that other part. A few people don't want to hear about it, or maybe they just, uh, they computer messed up. But anyway, or maybe they got to get ready for the Super Bowl. Oh, there, there he go. He back. All right. <laughs> so today, I ain't going to hold y'all long, but I'm going to read that part one more time because it's very important. When we die, we are with him and we keep being with him. We keep being with him into his time. But if we're not with him on earth, we're not going to be with him in heaven. I just summed that up in my own words. You know, so today, you know, we, we're not to worry about life and death. We're not to worry about that. I'm just going to give y'all some scriptures today. Uh, uh, I think you should write them down because I'm going to give you quite a few scriptures today. I'm going to oh. start. Oh, uh oh, somebody uh, go on mute. I'm going to start with John 11, 25 and 26. I want to start there. No, I'm sorry. Write that down. Write that down. But I think I'm going to start at second, second Timothy one and seven. Second Timothy one and seven is where I'm going to start this morning. 
if this computer let me. Lord, help me. There we go. I must be finna say something good, y'all, because this thing trying to mess with me. But I plead the blood of Jesus against these uh, uh, devices. The enemy would not stop me from giving this message because God told me to give this message. Second Timothy first and seven says, for God has not given us. Uh, hey, uh, Sister Rose, go on mute there. Uh, um, That's not me. Oh, all righty. <laughs> okay. So God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. God has not given us. I like the amplified version of that. Let me read it from the amplified version. It says, for God did not give us a spirit of cowardness or fear, but he gave us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound judgment and personal discipline. Ability that results in calm and well-balanced mind and self-control. I kind of like that version as well because he didn't give us a fear. Uh, uh, we shouldn't be scared of life and we certainly shouldn't be scared of death. There's so many people that fear death. But if you with God and God is on your side, then death ain't death. Death is life. Let me keep it. Let me keep reading here. See, uh, uh, John eleven twenty five. Uh, uh, 11, 25 and 26 said, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection of the light. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Will never die. Of course, we want to stay here forever. But trust me, when we leave and we all leave one day. We all leave one day. Of course, we want to stay here as long as we want, uh, as long as we can. I want to be a hundred. I want to make a hundred, y'all, so I can say, "Hey, look, I was a drug addict back in the sixty. I mean, the seventies and eighties, and yes, Lord brought me all the way to. I want to say those type things. Let me keep going here. So what I'm saying is, we're not to worry about life or death." Because we don't control the future. We don't control it. Why worry about it? As long as we know who does control it. We don't have nothing to worry about. If we believe in God. See, life can turn around some uncertain corners. And sometimes it can be difficult to maintain a positive attitude about the future. When you are experiencing doubt or worry, whether it's about difficult family situations, a health problem, or obstacles. Whatever the situation is, I want you to consider turning to the Bible. I want you to always make that your first consideration. When something's going wrong, something going bad, you don't know what to do. God know what to do. And he gave us a map. He gave us this map of life, y'all. So don't be tripping. Don't trip. Go to the Bible. No matter family situations, health problems, whatever the obstacle is, go to the Bible. I don't care if you got to go to the Bible. I don't care if you got to Google it and say, 
uh, 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 Google, I got anxiety. What does the Bible say about anxiety? Guess what? It says something about anxiety. Lord, I'm sick. What does the Bible say about being sick? It says something about being sick. Lord, I'm crazy. What does the Bible say about being crazy? It's something in there about being crazy too, y'all. I don't care what your situation may be. Let's go to Matthews. And I hope y'all writing these down because during the times of worries and during the times of obstacles, these are some verses that I'm giving you right now to go to. Matthew 11, 28 to 30 says, the word says, come to me, all of you, all come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and lean and learn from me. And I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But the best thing I love about that, you will find rest in your soul. Yes, God can do that too. He can give you rest in your soul because so many of our souls are weakened and, 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 and got twisted in this twisted world we live in. Because we live in a twisted world. This world is toe up from the flow up. And if you ain't got God, you might throw up. If you ain't got God in your life, man, I, I just feel sorry for the people who don't have God. See, we go through struggles, but we got God. They go through struggles and they ask him, then they want to ask God, why me? Why me? You know, whatever happened, I can't ask God why me. I already know why me. Peace. Peace. Well, I, well, I leave with you. My peace, I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. You can find that in John. 1427. Because God wants to give us peace, y'all. He don't want to, He don't want us to just suffer through all this turmoil and all this stuff going on in the world. Even though we are in the world, that don't mean we are in the world. Y'all feel me? Y'all hear me? Y'all tune in me not to hear me. Just because we in this world, that don't mean we gotta do what they do. We don't have to do what they do. I mean, I'm at work with a bunch of heathens and I know some of them going to be listening later. I ain't talking to y'all who listen later, okay? I know some of them go, I'm at work with a bunch of heathens. I ain't finna be no heathen. I ain't finna walk that path with them. I ain't finna gossip with you in the lunchroom. I ain't going to do that. I don't care who did what and when they did it. So I don't need you to tell me about it if I already know about it. And I used to be the one guilty of it. <laughs> Let me stop it. Because I used to be the one guilty of it. Oh, so-and-so get on my nerves. And then I started praying about it. I'm like, why am I talking about so-and-so? They get on everybody's nerves. Everybody already know it. So, you know, I, I, I'm not preaching uh, uh, something that just for you to understand, this is something I needed to understand myself. The psalmist, 23 and 4 said, even though I walk through the darkest valley, 
I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. It's another version I like of that too. Ye through I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for thou art with me, thou rod and, they sta and thy staff comfort me. And the reason why I'm bringing that one to you, because see, that one is filled with comfort too. Because every time you walk out that door, and sometime in the, even in your own home, you walking through the valley of death. You walking through the darkest valley when you walk out that door. And, and always remember when you walk out that door, Everybody ain't with Jesus. Even some of the people that say they is ain't. Even some of the people who claim they 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 just God filled and they holier than thou, watch them too. I ain't saying all of them ain't, but I'm just saying watch them too. Because when we walk out that door, we walk into the darkest valley. Y'all feel me? All right, let me keep going. Proverbs. Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. He will make your path straight. And so many of us on this line understand that because we have walked in our own understanding. We have took the wheel and drove that car backwards looking forward. A lot of us have done that. We have just thought that we can just guide our own lives. And where did it take? Well, where did it take me? It took me to 30 something years of drug and alcohol use. It took me 30 something years of being lost in the world. That's what it took me to just lean on my own understanding. What Richard understood. Richard didn't understand Jack. Richard didn't understand nothing, leaning on his own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I mean, God has given us some wisdom and it's a few things that we know. God gave us wisdom. We know a few things, but when you confuse and when you don't know, don't be afraid to turn to the Lord. I'm going to tell you something. Surrender to the Lord. People think that word surrender mean I give up. And sometimes it's a good thing to give up. Like when I gave up them drugs, when I turned my will and my life to a God of my understanding, huh? I became a winner then. Zedric <laughs> know what I'm talking about. I became a winner when I surrendered. Don't be like you hardcore. You you bad. I ain't, I don't quit. I don't surrender. Well, keep being crazy. Because if you keep doing the same things and expecting a different result, you crazy. You nutty than a fruitcake. Surrender. Turn your will and your life over to the God of your understanding. And it ain't but one God I understand. All right. <laughs> Let me move on to Romans. 8 and 31. Romans 8 and 31. What then shall we say in response to these things? <laughs> if God is with us, who can be against us? Who can be against us? If God is with us, 
who can be against us. Matter of fact, if God is with us, I don't even care who against us. I don't care. I don't care whoever you think you are, whatever big business you own, whatever you know is funny. I, I'm, I'm gonna say this real quick. All those people that came against that came against me at work <laughs> had me all up in the office chastising me, and this has been over the years. All of them gone. Don't none work there no more. Some of them have been there a long time. Don't none of them work there no more. I ain't do nothing. I just pray every morning before I walk in that building. I don't care who against me. God is for me. I don't care. Amen. All right, y'all. Let me continue. Therefore, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't write this. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on his own. And my butt did not put down where that scripture, what, what, uh, I'm going to have to go back and find out uh, uh, where that is. Pastor, you know where that is? I know it's, I believe it's in the book of John, the gospel of John, but I can't tell you the exact uh, verse and chapter. Mm, that is one of the, that is, that is like a model to me. And I didn't write it down and I should know by heart where that is. Therefore, I'm going to run that by y'all one more again. So, so since I didn't give you the uh, 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 where it came from, you may need to write it down. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. And that is the God honest truth. And the thing about that verse is when you holding on what happened to you yesterday, you ain't got enough room to take on what's going to happen today. And offenses is going to come. Trust me, each and every day is some type of trial and tribulation. Unless you stay in the house laying in the bed, then that could give you trials and tribulations too. Each and every day offenses will come, especially if you're out in the world and you got these secular jobs and yeah, offenses will come. So you can't hold on to what happened yesterday. You got to let it go. You got to let yesterday go so you can handle today. All right, I'm going to keep on. I'm going to move on with that one. Okay. Oh, here's another one, guys, that you must write down. Luke, I call this a, a Luke Christmas because it's Luke 12 and 25. If you ain't got nothing to write it with, then remember Luke Christmas 12, 25. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? That's why you shouldn't worry because you, ain't nothing going to happen about it. Ain't nothing going to happen. Worrying make people get high blood pressure. Worrying make people be uh, uh, have heart attacks. Worrying make people sick to their stomach. But what it ain't going to do is add one hour to your life. It's going to subtract. Luke 12 and 25. Who are you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? See, the more you worry, the less you pray. Seriously, 
If you ain't no real Christian, the more you worry, the less you pray. But the more you pray, the less you got to worry about. <laughs> On the real. Try it. Try it. Don't worry, pray. And see, won't those worries slowly become less and may just disappear. I ain't going to hold y'all long like I said. Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12. For I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord. Plan to prosper you and not to harm you. Plan to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen. That's self-explanatory. If you didn't get what I just said, go to Jeremiah 29 and 11. Uh-oh, I found it, Pastor. I found oh, it. because I was looking for it. <laughs> I found it. I forgot. I like that so. I, I, I think that verse is so nice. I put it in here twice. And I wanted to end with that. <laughs> Matthew. Okay. Matthew 6 and 34. Matthew. 6 and 34, y'all. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. Of its own, y'all. And, and, and the reason why I uh, uh probably put that twice and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna close on this one. The reason why I put that on there twice because that was one of my biggest problems and I found out to be true, y'all. I found out to be true. If you hold on to yesterday's problem, man, that can drive you mad. You I would be on my way to work thinking about what happened yesterday. I will be on my work way to work because I did something and I said something because I'm very boisterous and I'm very strong and I don't like you to mess over the customers or the coworkers. And I was on a committee. And so the leaders, I would go off on the management. I'm like, nah, nah, that was not right. I don't care who you are. That's not right. And then I'd be worried about it all the time. I'm like, they're going to fire my butt tomorrow. I shouldn't have said that. And I shouldn't have did that. And I would be on my work and I, on my way to work and I'd be worried about it. And nothing ever happened. Do y'all know 99.9% .9 of the things we worry about and we're troubled about never even occur? Never even happens. A lot of times we are worried about absolutely nothing. So I'm just going to leave y'all with something I said before. I'm going to leave y'all with this right here. You don't know what the future holds, but it's okay. As long as you know who holds the future. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor, I'll turn it back over to you. All right. God, well, that was a good uh, refresher course, but certainly for me and those that know that you uh, you got to follow what the Word of God says, and the one that I wanted to just mention uh, again is that one that talks about you can have what you say, and of course, that's Mark uh, uh, 23, um, Mark, what is it? Mark, uh -huh. or I just put it down. 
and well as I know it, Mark 11, uh, 23 and 24, I believe that's what it is. I should know that in my head because that was Brother Hagen's favorite scripture to remind us. What you speak out of your mouth is what you get. And so uh, we have to know that whatever we say, if we say to that mountain, be thou removed, it shall be removed. That's my translation of that scripture, Mark 11, 23 and 24. So we have heard Reverend tell us that if we need whatever we need from God, we need to have faith and speak it out of our mouth and stop talking all that unbelief because that unbelief doesn't get us anywhere. So I thank God for the message this morning. Thank God for the messenger. Thank God for all of you that are with us this morning. Pray for those that are absent this morning. I think Sister Denise is with us, and so we need to pray for her. I see... Uh, Sister Erica Carson is on as well as our sister, uh, our other sister Erica. And uh, Sister Erica Carson is my granddaughter, and I'm glad she's on this morning. We just need to praise God for the day. As Reverend said at the beginning, he woke us up this morning. A lot of people didn't wake up this morning. And so we need to praise God for the day and ask him to guide us and direct us as we go through this day. And we need to ask him that every day because every day is a new day. And the scripture says that there's new mercy every day. Uh, Vicente, who is one of the founders of the higher power, uh, Jesus Christ is our higher power. It's a 12-step meeting, Christian 12-step meeting. And uh, I did a retreat for them some years ago. <clears throat> and I use that scripture that God's mercy is new every morning. And so his wife was going through some stuff and she raised her hand and she said, uh, <clears throat> uh, ask me, uh, well, uh, do we need mercy every, new mercy every morning? I said, yeah, because we don't know what's going to happen next. So, with that said, we thank God for you this morning. We want you to have a beautiful day. I wanted to tell a funny story about this football game that's happening today. Sister Patsy Character, who is my, actually my daughter, my spiritual daughter, uh, she is very caring and takes me to my doctor's appointments right now because of my knees. She brings me my dinner pretty much every night and uh, she, uh, when she first came to Bread of Life, uh, she said to me when it was football season, she said, uh, I need to let you know I won't be in church for a while. And I said, oh, why not? Well, she said, this is football season, and I don't go to church during football <laughs> season because I have to watch the football game. And I said, look, honey, what you going to do if Jesus comes while you have listening to the football game? How are you going to explain to them, them how you miss in service to watch a football game? <laughs> and she looked at me, she said, well, I have to think about that one. <laughs> so all the football games come on and everybody 
everybody getting ready for this. I always think about her, but she I'm sure she's not gonna miss church today. I haven't talked to her today. I talked to her last night, but I'm sure she's not missing church today because of the game. But anyway, y'all have a blessed day. Enjoy your football game if that's what you do. I'm a basketball person and uh so I, I really don't, uh, never did, and really don't now understand all about football. But y'all enjoy the football game, and uh, uh, have a blessed day. All right, Reverend, you can dismiss us. All right. So, Father God, we just thank you this morning, Father God. We thank you for the faithful, Father God. We thank you for everyone that's here. We thank you for all the families that are represented here. And we thank you for the ones that would listen to us later, Father God, uh, via YouTube or via the podcast, Father God. We thank you for them as well, Father God. And we pray that, Father God, that they know that they're invited to join us as well, Father God. So we just thank you this morning, Father God. And Father God, as we dismiss this morning, Father God, we ask that hedge of protection, Lord. We ask that hedge of protection as we walk through these shadows of the darkest valleys, Father God, and that's outside our doors, Father God. We ask for blessings and, and safety, Father God, as we go to these jobs and all these places that we must and that we have to go through, Father God. We just pray today you are with us in the midst, Father God. We pray, Father God, that everybody will keep you, Father God, in the forefront, Father God, not the second not the third, but the first, Father God. So as we dismiss, Father God, we just give you praise, honor, and glory this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone say amen. 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 All right, Sister Erica, Carson, glad to see you back to back, girl. Back to back Sundays. Praise the Lord. See you next week, girl. <laughs> yes, I'll be here. It's good to see you guys. All right. All right, Ashley. All right. Uh, oh, I have a question. You got a question? I need some what's the Who said yeah, I need a I was I was uh busy running around with the kids. I wasn't able to write down the scriptures. So I was trying to see if you could reread them to me real quick. Uh, you know what? Real I quick. Oh, Pastor got them for you. I'll send them to you. All right. Okay, Granny. All right, y'all. All, All right. right. Be blessed. Well,